And now, story time with Mr. Black. Man is a threefold being. I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a consciousness. The real me is spirit. The body is the medium by which my spirit expresses itself. And I possess a consciousness. Consider this. Plants' life exists on a physical plane, right? Animal life exists on a physical and a conscious plane. They are mental, social creatures. However, man, life exists on a physical, conscience, and spiritual plane. In the same degree by which the plant life is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the consciousness, so man is separated from the animal life by the inclusion of the spirit aspect of his nature. I'm reminded of a story. My background is in leadership training. I do the most powerful transformation leadership training in the world. I had a young lady that was referred to me by her mother. Her mother had heard about the great work I was doing and in two and a half days of training with a class called Leadership Awakening, I was able to transform people, both their mind, their spirit, and their body. And so this woman was worried about her daughter. She was getting ready to graduate high school and go off to college. And she was concerned that her daughter was not prepared. She was depressive uh, and she was scattered. And so her mother sent her to me. And she went through my two and a half day leadership awakening experience and she struggled mightily. I was worried if she was going to make it. But she overcame. She picked herself up, dusted herself off. She learned what I taught and she went home a new young woman. Monday morning after the class, I went in the office and there was a message on my recorder from her mom and she was in tears. She was sobbing and she said, Mr. Black, Mr. Black, please give me a call. So when I got in, I heard the messages and then I called her. And as soon as I got her on the phone, she started weeping again. And so my first question was, is everything okay? And she said, no. And she said, my daughter is changed. And she went on to tell the story that after class, her daughter came home. And the way they knew she came home is because they had a dog and the dog was barking like crazy. The dog was going crazy. There was someone outside uh, that disturbed the dog. So the father of this graduate went outside and saw that it was his daughter. And the dog was going crazy and the dog knew his daughter and didn't normally act like that. And when he saw his daughter, she looked different. She walked different. Her eyes looked different. And so he greeted her, brought her in the home. Uh, she came home and then went off on her own to put her stuff in her room. And while there, the, the father was telling the mother, wow, she looks different. She, she feels different. She, she's carrying herself different and all this. And um, after a while, they realized that the daughter was gone. The graduate was gone. And so was her younger uh, daughter as well. And so what happened was this. The graduate and her 16-year-old sister uh, went off and spent some time together. And my graduate was telling her sister about the power of the mind uh, and how what we put in our mind affects us. And so after a while of talking, she had convinced her younger sister to clean up their iPods, that 
they were aware that the music they, they listened to and the things that they did and the places that we went uh, cause and effect. They put stuff in our mind, and once it's in our mind, it affects us, and it's hard to remove. And so they went to a Christian bookstore to get brand new music to replace all their suggestive, all their music of the world that had profanity in it, sexual suggestion, and really bad stuff that my graduate realized does not serve her well. And so while they were in the process of doing that, her sister, her younger sister said, hey, sis, can I keep this one song just this one song, there's only a few swear words in it, and it's just a little bit of sexually suggestive. Can I keep just this one song, and I'll get rid of everything else? Is that okay? And with that, my graduate, all of her 17 years, said this to her sister. She said, okay, sis, I understand what you're saying. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you a batch of cookies. And I'm only going to put one scoop of poop in them. Just one scoop. Are you okay with that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but let's imagine that I'm looking at a plate of cookies. Let's say there are a dozen cookies, 12 individual cookies on that plate. And I was told, without a doubt, that there was a fleck o poop in one of those cookies. I don't know about you, but in that situation, I'm on a diet. And the moral of the story is this. If you will not put a fleck o poop in your mouth, then why would you put some of that crap in your head? Dr. Caroline Leaf in the field of epigenetics tells us that 75 to 95% of the illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically and emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. The average person has over 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Research shows that fear on all its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses and activates more than 30 different hormones. Medical research increasingly points to the fact that thinking and consciously controlling our thought life is one of the best ways to detox our brain. It allows us to get rid of those toxic thoughts and emotions that can consume and control our mind. If we want to change our lives, we must change our thinking. Consciously controlling our thought life means not letting thoughts rampage through our mind. It means learning to engage interactively with every single thought we have and to analyze it before we decide to either accept it or reject it. A couple of questions for you. How do you go about doing that? By looking at your mental process. That may sound like a strange, if not impossible thing to do. After all, it's not as if you can just crack open your skull like an egg and have a look at what's going on inside. It is possible to look at your mental process. And it's not just possible, it's critical. Imagine examining yourself. Think about what you think about. How many could-haves, would-haves, or should-have statements have you made today? How many if-onlys are part of your inner vocabulary? How many times have you replayed in your head a conversation or a situation that pains you, and one that hasn't even occurred yet? 
How many scenarios have you created for the unpredictable future? How passive is your mind? How honest are you with yourself? Are you keeping a pound of flesh? Are you keeping a record of wrong? Are you at cross purposes with yourself, going through the motions, but not really committing to anything? Think about that. How distorted is your thinking? Are you forming a personal identity around the example, around a disease? Do you speak about your arthritis, your addiction? Are you a liar? Are you this? Think about this. Do you ever make comments like, nothing ever goes right for me? Everything I touch fails. I always mess up. It's time to realize that the battle is in the mind. The battle is in the mind. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. It's time to take back our power. It's time to take back our freedom. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. Because it's a slow fade. People don't stumble in a day. Marriages don't crumble in a day. Men don't fall in a day. It's a slow fade. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.